0: hey divine dolls welcome to the temple of my mind (laughs) listen when i tell you these people were dropping gems it is 11 01 p.m (laughs) i am tired um it's been a long day i was working on my projects and then um normally i'll try to take a little break or take a nap or something before the meeting But, um, that, that's what happens when you're in creative energy. Like it feels so good. So it's kind of like an adrenaline rush of its own, but I wanted to share this with you before I fall asleep. I, I was like, I can always do it tomorrow, but I don't want to be selfish. Um, for those of you who are, you know, late night, um, and are kind of going to hear this first thing in the morning, you can kind of start to formulate, I think what it is that you want. So, I'm not even 100% sure what I want to title this yet, but um, let's get into it. So, y'all, th- it's so interesting to me how sometimes you kind of know things intuitively and sometimes you hear things and you try to piece them together the best way that you know how and you hear people say things like, Pay attention to what you fall asleep to or what you wake up with, you know, in terms of your theta mindset and, you know, being able to not theta mindset, theta frequency when you're falling asleep, waking up, how your body, your mind has a hard time deciphering between when you're really aw- awake and what is a dream state for like the first half an hour um, from when you wake up. And so that's why it's super important to make sure of what you're waking up to you know, starting in the bedroom. If you want to live a life of luxury, start with, you know, like the the sheets that you're sleeping on, the pillow that you have, the lighting. Do you have, you know, TV, computer, workspace in your, in your room? Is it the lighting that you want it to be and allowed to spill over into other areas of life? Anyways, we've talked about all of that before, but come in and shut the door, right? Because I have the aha moment. So, Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to call it um, do sats before you fall asleep um, in order to to help you with your manifestation. I know I've been we've been talking about manifestation for a long time. Um, Another journey that I'm on is learning more about intentions, how to set them, um, how to create a positive space for you to set your intentions and that type of thing. Um, journaling is kind of like the 90% push of what you need, (laughs) you know, to, it's, it's what sets apart the 2% of the population who manifest the things they desire and of the 2% that, um, that journal, 80% of them are able to accomplish what it is that they want. So those are pretty good odds, but there's something called SATs right? S-A-T-S. And I'm like, Sats? What is Sats? I remember staring at the video. It was a really short and sweet video, short, sweet, and to the point. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm. how do I know that this is not like another BS thing that's going to waste my time? I know it's only 11 minutes. And I was like, well, it's only 11 minutes, so you can listen to that. So then when I clicked on it, Sats stands for state akin to sleepiness, right? State akin to sleepiness. So remember I was talking about that feeling right before you start to fall asleep, right? When you're drowsy. Um, And this is better for when you're falling asleep more so than when you're waking up. So that's, this is using the SATS method. And for those of you who are kind of like into manifestations and stuff like that, you've probably heard of like, one of the godfathers of this um Neville Goddard, so he is kind of like the originator of of the sets you know or or he he definitely incorporates it into his teachings is kind of what i I feel comfortable saying so um and so one of the this this um visualization will kind of help you understand how you need to be thinking about what it is you want to bring in when you're falling asleep. So one of the things Neville um, Goddard would tell his um, to the people who attended his lecture is to every night for the next five nights or so, visualize yourself climbing a ladder. And um, when when she went on to explain the second step, It made so much sense and I'm thankful that she didn't just try to skip ahead. I think the way that a lot of us, you know, do or I think that other people who have told us to pay attention to how we fall asleep, they didn't. They skipped that part. But as you're visualizing that, do you kind of like feel your like your arms moving up and your legs moving up and you can actually your sensory wise, you feel yourself moving up off of the ground and the height and the pit, the bu- butterflies in your stomach, and it's like that anticipation and that whole feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. Like, yeah, this is so easy. It's climbing a ladder. I'm moving up, and every night you're doing this up and up, and you feel that improvement. That was huge for me. So we had his um the the people who attended his lecture do this. I'm and be and. I'll go a little bit further because I wanted you to get that imagery now. That being said, she also went on to say that he then told them that in the in, throughout the day, he wanted them to say, I will not climb a ladder. I will not climb a ladder. I will not climb a ladder. And he said, if you um have not climbed a ladder by the next lecture, which was, I think, like the following week, then do not come to class. And so all of them came back to class because within the five days, they had climbed the ladder. So it just was to show how powerful that, um, that meditative state that you were in when you were sleeping, falling asleep, was so powerful that it even overcame. Because, you know, we always talk a lot about how important it is to stay positive and to be mindful of your thoughts and not allow them to creep in because it takes like a hundred times of you kind of going in the opposite direction to remove that doubt and to cross out one negative thought or stuff like that but that's that's he was trying to illustrate how powerful that visualization process is so now that you understand that Um, what you need to do is create like a five, like a five second loop. You can probably go up 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. And Neville Goddard also says you want to try to incorporate the five senses as much as possible, which I've always told you guys that too. I freaking love the incorporation of all five senses. I talk about like in my one day when I have a temple that y'all can actually visit me at. Um, it definitely has to incorporate the five senses. I'm a huge believer in that, you know, aromatherapy, um, touch, sight, taste, feel, hearing, right? All of those things, we were made with those things, um, on purpose. Matter of fact, you know what? We have a little bit of time. It's so interesting because you know how we always hear, like, I say always because that's what I grew up with. But we would hear the Bible stories growing up. And there's a story about Jacob and Esau. They were twins. But the thing is, they were, I think it's a fraternal twins. Or it's like the opposites. They weren't identical. So one was smooth and one was hairy. And there's a story about how the oldest son was supposed to get the birthright, which was supposed to be a big deal. Oh my gosh, I can't see which was supposed to be a big deal. But, um, and so um, the oldest son was the dad's favorite and the youngest son was the mom's favorite and the oldest son was the hunter and the youngest son was more domesticated. He knew how to make stew and all this stuff. Long story short, the mom, the, the dad's health was failing and so the mom kind of got the sense that the dad was going to bless his, um bless the oldest and he had gone blind at this point and so um kind of just waited till the last minute you know (laughs) type of a thing and so the mom told her favorite son um hey your dad's about to bless your son you know um and before that before that happened um the youngest brother um the the oldest brother had come back from hunting, and he was really hungry and so he asked his brother for some from some uh for some homemade stew and so the youngest brother was like, "Well, how hungry are you and he's like listen i'll even give you I'll even give you my birthright like that's how hungry I am so the brother was like, What bet like that was the first time I bet came in the Bible, I promise you, (laughs) right, so he's like, I'm so hungry, and he's like, how hungry are you, and he's like, oh, I'll give you my birthright, like, that's how, how hungry I am, and so the youngest brother was like, all right, bet, so he gave him the stew, and the oldest brother went along his way, but it still mattered that the dad gave him a, um, a blessing so when the oldest brother went out hunting the um sure enough the dad called for his son and so the mom had cut a goat and put the goat skin like over the the son's the youngest son's shoulders because remember he was really smooth skinned and the um hunter son was really like hairy like y'all when I tell you I've seen guys that are as hairy as goats and I'm like <laughs> So yeah. So um but I imagine I guess if if there's certain kind of goats too that you know it, it kind of does maybe they're not as hairy, but they have like that texture of hair, that kind of wool and stuff. And so she, she wrapped it all around her son. And so then he called in and he's like, Oh is that you? And he's like, Yeah and he's like Well you, you kinda sound like like the other one like Esau and he's like, no, 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 it's me, you know. Type of a thing, and he's like, come, let me, let me bless you. And so he, he felt him, and he's like, okay, now that I know it's you, like, let me bless you. So he, he blessed him to, like, all out into the you know, no stone unturned type of a thing, and so then, um, when the oldest brother came back, he was like, Oh my gosh, what do you mean you gave the birthright to my youngest to the, my youngest brother and whatnot? Because even when they were born, um one baby was coming out first and the midwife put a little like red string on, on the first baby's foot and then the first baby went back in and then the second baby was born first and then the, the first baby that was trying to come out came out and it had the little thing wrapped around his ankle. So there was always like a turbulence like even in the womb and at birth and delivery and the selling of the birthright and then um and then you know into their dollars. So when the de- when the brother the hunter came home when the when the brother ca- oldest brother came home He was like, he was really pissed. And his brother, his dad was like, oh, snap. I gave everything to your son, like to your brother. Like, he's like, I give him everything short of like the sun, the moon, and the stars. Like, I give him, you know, everything. I even made it to where everything that you got would be, you know, that I thought would be his would be yours and all this stuff. And it was like, this is why you have to pay attention to like when you have siblings and kids not to pit them against each other because... He should have parceled it out fairly or more evenly. But it was just kind of like he just wanted everything to go for the for the oldest son. And so, of course, the oldest son got pissed off and Jacob had to run away. Which, coincidentally, Jacob had to... He, he saw a ladder coming from heaven. Because um, he had to run away. And then that's when he got into the fight with the angel. And he, he never got to see his mom again and stuff like that. And then he went on to marry one of the most beautiful women in the world. Um. Well, after he had to marry like Rachel or after Leah, which was one of the ugliest women, in his opinion, in order to marry Rachel. And then from Rachel, you have, she gave birth to David and Benjamin and then so on and so forth. But, um, no, Joseph, Joseph and Benjamin, my bad, Joseph and Benjamin, um, because Joseph got sold into, um, slavery and then Benjamin, he sent for Benjamin and then out of that lineage, yeah. So, but the, the, the significance of that story, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, listen, listen. When I start putting out the temple images, we're all going to be sitting around on comfortable chairs. You don't have to be yoga style if you don't want to, okay? But we'd be sitting comfortably in the yoga, you know, not yoga, in, in my temple with like beautiful waterfalls, you know, in the background and definitely birds singing and incense going and little snacks if you want them, you know, type of a thing. So it'd be just a nice, pleasant. <laughs> place for us to be. And so you I could imagine you'd be like, okay, why did you tell us this story from the Bible of all things? And I say all this to say that we we grew up on these stories, but um when I heard it told to me this way, it made sense. That story was yes, there's lessons in there about parenting, jealousy, you know, um how important the word you know, power of the tongue is deception, favoritism, um, and everything like that. But what they were trying to say, the esoteric meaning behind it is that the blind father was a, a, supposed to be an example of what God or, you know, I'd like to say divine goddess is, and that, um, God isn't waiting. He's not he he knows that he's supposed to bless us and give us abundance, but he's going by the feeling, right? So, a lot of us have been taught to manifest by speaking, right? And speaking at a certain frequency and that type of thing. So. He spoke, and it drew him in closer, and then, the the father, w- felt you know, um, the, the similarities, and so then it's at that time that he was blessed, and like, that's why, you know, anybody can be blessed, like, even the good and the bad, like, the way that they explained it, because anybody can tap into this frequency, like, when they talk about the frequ the secret, it's not for anyone, it's not, it's not, um, hidden from anyone anybody can tap into it and so then that's how you start to understand those feelings so I say all of that to say like that's kind of like what the ladder um sensation is supposed to kind of help you feel I feel like even as I fall asleep I'm gonna have some imagery of that climbing a ladder in each of my um manifestations so in some way reaching that goal but but so then now you can have a 5 second loop, 5 10 20 30 second loop that you replay in your mind as you're falling asleep and your your uh, mind will continue to program itself throughout the rest of the night. And then check and see how you feel in the morning, you know, for some people it can be more followers, more views, more sales, confidence, beauty, um, fit health, fitness. Um, one of the people we were listening to in the meeting, um, it was a top 12, um, performers in the insurance sector that I'm in. And one of them, it was a a black woman. She's, she was the only doctor if I'm not mistaken too, but and she's 65. You would never know. She, she looks really young. She's well preserved, but she said, you know, I, I spoke to every cell in my body. Um, type of, and I knew exactly which. And she actually read one of my favorite books that I've read, another great manifestation book, Acres of Diamonds. I've done a, I did a book review on that one, I did a podcast on that Acres of Diamonds as well too, but kind of like just speaking into the cells of your body, and it, it's kind of really beautiful because there's no once you have, I feel like that tricycle, now you can. Take the training wheels off and go and ride wherever you want to. There's no, there's an infinite amount of things that you can manifest. And so it's going to look and feel different to all of us. You know, the more I've been working with artificial intelligence, um. it blows my mind, you know, just how unique each of the experiences can be. So I don't hope I hope that it's not even confining to you. I'm just trying to explain, you know, it's so pretty too because I think that even the um using artificial intelligence in a way allows me to manifest so much more and really has um sparked a fire to my creativity. And it feels so good, you guys, I, you know, especially I've talked about how I used to work like a nine to five and it was very strict. And I think that even with the depression, I think that um, I was so in a very strict, like turn on, turn off, very straight and narrow, you know, <sighs> I don't want to say like strict or rigorous, but kind of like confined and boxed in, but very regimented way of doing things, which is not good, I think, for feminine energy to thrive. And so it took me a while to kind of unwind from that. I'm so thankful for the pandemic, um... But if I say it took me, what is it? Has it been three, three, four years now to unravel that and to explore the creativity where it's it doesn't have bounds? um, It's a different kind of energy. You know, all the energy that I was pouring into my strict job was kind of like sucking the life out of me whereas I feel like I could go on and on and on but I have to remind myself I am in a human vessel and I kind of have to be gentle with myself but I, it it's times like this where it's like it's 11:22 p.m. on the on the um on the time and still energy right still have that fire going um, and so using artificial intelligence in several areas has taught me to see like just speaking things and what comes to me. And it's so beautiful and it's something so beautiful and spectacular that just takes my breath away that it makes me want to just look for more possibilities, even more. And so, well, I say that because as you're falling asleep, you know, it could be the same thing over and over when you're falling asleep. Or it could be, I don't know, you know, it could be just different different loops that you run every night, you know. And um, one of the things she said too is, for those of you who have the opportunity and maybe you're kind of like a cat napper like me. <laughs> um, or, or you you know, you, you might take time in the day to, to do a break like if you're at work and you feel like you're sleepy. Just run that loop, you know, for a couple of minutes and allow yourself to doze off. And, um, you know, before you get back into the swing of things but um yeah for my catnappers out there you know you you can use that that also yeah cuz cuz um what i wanted to say is i know that because it's it's just crossing into midnight some of you might not hear be able to hear it but i did not want to go to sleep on this type of information um i have really great notes for um from tonight's training and stuff and a lot of it has to do with personal development that's why I think I love it so much because I get to just hear different people who are driven and motivated and be and so I got so many affirmations from them and I look forward to bundling it synthesizing it and sharing it for you guys um, on top of you know like questions you can ask your insurance agent To kind of help make sure that you're on track and get what you need. Um, My biggest thing is making sure people have access to the information. Um, But yeah. So, you know, just dream of the most beautiful things. You know. um, Your desired outcomes. And the reason I said like YouTube followers is because one of the things she wanted to manifest was hundred thousand um followers uh and she at the time that i saw her video was was today and she had a hundred and one thousand subscribers and she had uploaded that um video on april 23rd of this year if i'm not mistaken so she has a fairly new channel um considering, right, the timeline and everything like that. So something for you to consider. Um, For me, it's, it's, I just look forward to the engagement and connecting with people. And I already kind of have a sense of how beautiful those conversations can be. And I know that the same way I can help people grow, there are going to be people that are already orchestrated to help me grow through conversations in ways that so far it's been one-sided with the podcast um i try to keep encouraging y'all to do the polls on my podcast and leave comments and stuff like that but but i get it i think it's more of a spot like a um an anchor platform thing than it is uh ah y'all it's official i'm about to fall asleep (laughs) know that last like I was sitting up and it's like now I just had to get under my cover (sighs) and listen one of the best investments I have done in my whole entire life is a weighted blanket like I remember I was in one of the um the chats in a live conversation like on a live and I don't know I guess it came up to use like weighted blankets when I tell you I ordered one the same night I think it took like two days to get to me. And when I tell you I love it so much, I've, oh oh my gosh, Um, this is going to be my first summer with it. So I'm a little bit worried because I do like how it feels. It does kind of feel like, you know, somebody's hugging you or kind of like when you were a baby and somebody was holding you and it feels good too like sometimes i just like to have it on my tummy and it feels good like over my shoulder and sometimes i will flip it around and kind of cuz mine has like little like little beads and stuff and the material is so freaking soft and um and it's bright pink on one side and then on the other side it's it's like a pretty gray And, um, it definitely feels like baby, like baby kind of stuff. And, um, sometimes I'll put it on my feet. So it just feels so good. Um, so I might have to get a different one for the summer. So yeah, (laughs) that, that last, I was sitting up all this time and then it just hit me like, okay, I'm ready to fall asleep. So I'm going to dream about the most beautiful things, the most beautiful outcomes, Um, and that, that was definitely a great, um, exercise, right? A great mental exercise. Cause I think, like I said, we all try to figure out what it means and what it looks like. And so, but yeah, kind of like climbing a ladder or ascending and reaching your goal for her. It was visualizing her name with the 100K, um, and and that's why I think even it's so important to like because when people tell you to manifest too they do try to tell you to like just immerse yourself I, I've been reading about oh there is a um there is a uh because you guys know I like to listen to high frequency music in the background like right now it's running but it's 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 kind of soft because I understand sometimes the Frequency will hit you even though you can't audibly hear it. It's low enough that it's still affecting my environment and my, my, um, I want to say like my blood, but like my, my aura and stuff. But one of them is called like immersive, like 3d immersive. And it's cool. Cause it looks like it's a temple and you can walk through the temple. Like it starts to let you walk in and like all around and stuff and, In a way, like artificial intelligence kind of, um, if you've ever had a chance to look at like those virtual reality things, I was supposed to look at one, but I was being shy. Like one of the um, groups I was in, one of them she had and they're like kind of on the cheaper side. I think she said she got hers for $300 and she could talk to people in like freaking Italy, Spain, Australia, New Zealand, like all around the world. And they could go to different places. And, you know, that's where you get to meet like-minded people. But the thought that's coming to mind is immersive. Like, immerse yourself in those sensations. Like, smell the pizza. Taste the ice cream. Smell the perfume. Smell the incense. You know, feel the petals of the roses when you smell a rose. You know, um... Feel the the hug, feel, this you know something touching against your skin, feel what it's like that those butterflies in your stomach when, you know the same way like when you're climbing that the ladder and you, you're like oh I'm climbing I'm feeling it I'm I'm getting off the ground and like it's an exciting feeling. But it's like that feeling of like opening your email and seeing like congratulations, you have hit one hundred thousand subscribers, or congratulations, you have. Listen, oh man, I listen. If you know me, and you've been with me for a while, um, I I'm not gonna say it because I I do share a lot of stuff on here too, but there is something about um. Not really sharing everything, but if you know me, you're probably gonna guess some of the stuff I manifest. Um, and so we'll we'll see how how that's gonna work. It's gonna be so fun. Um, yeah. So and and you can remember this video when I refer back to it and stuff like that. But now at this point, I'm rambling. <laughs> This is not ramblings of a divine feminine. This is musings, musings of a divine feminine. So, um, I also like how, you know, I will say this. One of the prompters that helped me, um, and I did share the, did I upload that that podcast? I think I didn't. I think I ended up not uploading it. Eh, I'm a bad girl. Okay, I think I did not upload the podcast. I, it was about a 30 minute podcast and I was saying that I had to listen to it anyway. So I just played it while I was taking notes and I was letting y'all listen to it, but I don't think I uploaded it. But, um, I wrote down all of the questions that he asked and I'm actually put that information into one of the journals I'm making. Um, and they're kind of like, they're called like journal prompting prompters, Uh, journal prompters, um, specifically for intentions. And one of the questions that you need to ask yourself is, what behaviors do I need to leave behind? You know, and he kind of acted in three different ways, but I felt it was appropriate. What do you need to leave behind? What is it that I cannot take with me into the future? You know, um, yeah, what are the things I need to leave behind to succeed in the future and I've kind of noticed like just asking that question and kind of thinking about it I think you might have even noticed a difference in, in the type of content I'm putting out even though it's been only but like maybe 72 hours from since you know I was asked that question and it was right in tandem with me um, rereading my book you know I thought I was in a twin flame journey and seeing how much progress i had made and remembering about the lotus um like the lotus birth or the lotus method of healing and forgiving and letting go um of things of the past and so those two things together have really allowed me to just kind of like really um burn through a lot of like lower vibrational stuff and kind of open me up to take on more of the creative space that I'm in so but y'all so I'm that being said let me hurry up and get off of here because I want to upload this tonight so and and I'm, I'm actually closing my eyes so let me go ahead and sign off and then I'm gonna just do the title real quick description thumbnail and you better believe in the next three to five minutes i'm gonna be knocked out have an amazing early morning have a powerful upbeat i usually say productive but have a creative day and i feel like tapping into that creativity is gonna be an adrenaline rush i think especially for women if you haven't tapped into that before if you have and you get a chance to write in um in anchor, let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Like when you tap, if you've noticed when you tap into your um creativity, it's the equivalent of drinking like matcha tea. Like you just get this adrenaline rush and like like butterflies that are. It's like a good feeling though. Like it's really light and airy, and it's like you can't move fast enough. You're trying to like keep up and. And then like the time flies really fast too, because sometimes what will happen is I'll be working on something and I do take breaks. Um, I try to do Pomodoro, which is like 25 minutes of like intensity and then five minutes off, which is really good for me because part of it too, I am kinesthetic and I love working at home too, because now I can get up and walk around and be active and then come back, back, you know, to my space. Um... But for the most part, um, I'm still kind of self-teaching myself that, you know, that rhythm, but I can look up and like this morning I got hungry and I had to hurry up and cook something because, um, usually like, like the time just went by so fast. Next thing I knew it was 1230, almost one o'clock. And I'm like, all of a sudden just got hungry and was like, oh, and I haven't cooked anything. And type of thing but it just went by so fast then the next thing I knew it was like three o'clock next thing I knew it was five o'clock and I had worked on several things and then I was like okay let me just kind of slow down a little bit before my next meeting and then here we are you know and just taking notes actively listening um paying attention um and that type of thing so Tomorrow is Thursday, y'all? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't have a way of checking. Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday because we have meetings on Mondays and Wednesdays for the insurance stuff. And then Mondays and f- Thursdays, I have meetings for my investment group. So, tomorrow, I have another meeting for that. And then, um. yeah, we're heading into the weekend. Tomorrow's Thursday. Well, I'm definitely sleeping in tomorrow. (laughs) We'll see. All right, y'all. I'm done. Done, done. Officially done, done. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing night. Have an amazing drive. Have an amazing life. Until the next one. (laughs) Bye.